you're listening to episode number three. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Welcome back. So if you have not listened to the previous episode about fat loss and nutrition, then you're going to want to go back and tune into that episode first. Start there because nutrition is really the fundamental for fat loss. In this episode, we're going to talk about exercise and what your workout program should actually look like in order to burn the most fat. So I'll give you a little background story of my previous experience with exercise. I mean, I've always enjoyed working out. And in the past, I just, I never knew, I never had the information that I do now of just what a proper strength training program should even look like, or for that matter, what a program should look like in order to get you the goals that you are after. So in the past, I would work out, I would literally go to the gym regularly, like three times a week, I would always make time. But my workouts were never consistent. So I don't know if you can relate to this, where you just go into the gym, and you're like, going from one machine to the next, and you have a really good workout, and then you hit the treadmills or the elliptical for like 45 minutes, and you you feel good, like you're like, yeah, I had a good workout, but there's no structure to it. Like you're not like if I had asked you a month prior, okay, what did you do on this day? You probably wouldn't know. So that was me for many, many years. So there's a few crucial things that you're going to want to know in order to get the best results and actually see all your hard work pay off, whether that's doing cardio or strength training, we will cover both. And if you're wondering right now, should I be doing uh, cardio or strength training in order to lose weight? And the answer is both. So we're going to break down each one right now. So your main focus for fat loss should be strength training. And it, it shouldn't just be going to the gym and lifting weights. You need to have a proper plan in, in place. And this plan will look like progressive overload so that you know that you're progressively getting stronger each time you hit the gym because that way you know that you're going to get results in the end. So this will look like uh, tracking your weight how many reps you do and how many sets you do every single time you work out. And then just making sure that you are progressively getting stronger and increasing your volume every single time you do that exercise. And ideally, you want to hit each muscle group two times per week. And then number two is cardio. And I don't know if you've ever been a cardio bunny where all you do is cardio. You hit the gym to do cardio because maybe you feel awkward lifting the weights or maybe you just love doing cardio or you jog, make time to go for runs all the time. Uh, cardio is going to be a very, it's, it's a wonderful tool in order to help you burn the most fat in a fat loss program, but it's really important that you are strategically implementing cardio into your program in order to get the best results in the long term. 
One important thing that you're gonna want to keep in mind is when you're tracking your food intake and your calories, cardio should not be used as means to burn more calories. If you eat too many calories, it should not be a form of punishment. I used to be the queen of that when back in 2015 when I first started counting my calories and just being more mindful of my food it became this actual like negative habit where I would eat too much food or so I thought and then I would use cardio as a tool in order to burn those calories that I ate and that is not how you are going to lose fat in the long term or achieve sustainable fat loss. How you're going to achieve sustainable fat loss is by strategically implementing cardio into your routine by controlling the amount of calories that you are burning each week doing cardio. Because by doing that, in addition to tracking your macros and your calories, you'll have deliberate control over your energy balance and therefore you'll be able to control your fat loss. And then the third and last thing that you're going to want to make a priority is recovery. So it's super important that you allow full recovery in between each workout so that you can uh, recover fully and that is going to help you lose the most fat. Now, this probably sounds a little bit counterintuitive. I know it did to me at the beginning, but when you are, when your goal is fat loss and you are trying to lose weight, your first initial reaction is to uh, eat less and exercise more. But what you actually want to do is keep your stress as low as possible. And this means that because dieting and training are both stressors on the body, when you're in a fat loss phase and you're eating less calories to lose weight, you also want to keep your training volume lower so that you can fully recover um, properly. And then that will help you lose the most fat. And if you have type 1 diabetes, it can make things seem a little bit more difficult and it might seem like an obstacle when you're trying to lose weight and you're working out and you have these blood sugar fluctuations. And this is a... could be a whole nother episode, which I can totally do. Just let me know. But generally, I will say... Uh, low intensity exercise, like low intensity cardio, walking on the treadmill, anything low intensity will generally or can make your blood sugars drop considerably. I know it does for me. And then uh, high intensity training, such as weightlifting can raise your blood glucose levels. And that's due to just a higher level of cortisol in the body. So it's just kind of important to pay attention to how different types of exercises affect you and your body because we all are a little bit different, but just uh, paying attention and being more aware can really help you manage those ups and downs a little bit better. And then as well, when you do have low blood sugar, if you're tracking your food intake, as we uh, went over in the last episode, but if you're tracking your food intake daily and you know how many calories you're consuming, it will really help you stay on track with your goals, even if you have to consume more food to keep your blood sugars more stable. And then the last part of your success is your why. Why do you want to lose weight? It's going to take time and consistent effort, but you will get there. 100% you're going to get there. And your why is something that is going to keep you motivated through those ups and downs. It's going to be the reason that you don't throw in the towel when 
shit gets hard. And believe me, the journey to uh, really the journey to get anything you want in life is going to have its challenges. So I really think that your why is going to play an important part of your journey. And some people might say that losing weight doesn't have anything to do with your confidence, but I disagree with that. I believe that confidence is something that you build when you realize what you're capable of. And maybe there's many ways that you can build up your confidence, but achieving your fitness goals is one way that I believe you can do this. And it's just the beginning of so much more. Focusing on progressive overload and implementing cardio into your routine strategically, and then just paying special attention to your recovery and making sure that you're fully recovered between each workout is going to help you achieve your goals so much faster. And if you find it difficult to stay motivated, you're not alone. It's so normal for all of us to have days where we're just not motivated at all. I can tell you firsthand that there's days I wake up and I'm not motivated to hit the gym or whatever it is. And I think it's just a normal human feeling that we all experience. So it's important not to judge yourself if you find it hard to actually stay motivated and just know that it's going to be all of those small ways wins along the way, that's what's going to keep you motivated in the long run and that you will get to where you want to be eventually. I hope you found these steps helpful. And if you'd like some more steps on how to lose fat with type 1 diabetes, I have a 12-step guide you can download for free. It's diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash lose weight with type 1. And I'll also link to it in the show notes. And wherever you are currently with your fat loss or wherever you are along your fitness journey, you can get to exactly where you want to be, type 1 diabetic or not. Sometimes the things that we want in life just take a little bit longer than we want, but even if it's taking forever, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get there. So don't give up. In the next episode, we're going to cover 10 ways to improve your A1C, and I'm super excited to share these tips with you, so I will talk to you soon. I probably sound like such a broken record right now, but I just wanted to quickly remind you to take a moment and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so and send your rating and review on iTunes if you're listening to it on iTunes or whichever platform you are listening to this podcast. If you do enjoy it, please don't forget to do that. Your support means the world.